Today is Groundhog Day 2013. There was no shadow cast early this morning by Punxsutawney Phil, so spring is just around the corner. The Washington Post reports. At 7.25 a.m. Saturday, amidst overcast skies and frigid temperatures hovering around 8 degrees, Groundhog Phil failed to see his shadow in the small town of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. According to folklore, no shadow for Phil means there will be an early spring. Had Phil seen his shadow, it would have meant six more weeks of winter. Underscore. Groundhog Day has its origins in an ancient celebration of appoint midway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Superstition has it that fair weather was seen as forbearance of a stormy and cold second half to winter. The early Christians in Europe established the custom of Candlemas Day, when the clergy would bless candles and people would light them in each window of their homes to ward off the darkness of midwinter. But the legend of the February 2nd forecast also persisted, as captured in this old English saying. If Candlemas be fair and bright. Winter has another flight. If Candlemas brings clouds and rain. Winter will not come again. Underscore. In the movie Groundhog Day, 1993, the main character, played by Bill Murray, is forced to relive the day over and over again until he can learn to give up his selfishness and become a better person. After indulging in hedonism and numerous suicide attempts, he begins to re-examine his life and priorities. In popular culture, the phrase Groundhog Day has come to represent going through a phenomenon over and over until one spiritually transcends it. But must we continue to repeat these negatively charged patterns in order to grow spiritually? Is this the only way we may assimilate our life lessons, and restore balance to our karmic landscape? I believe we come into each lifetime with a uniquely crafted spiritual DNA dash imprinted with the genetic coding of our soul's charted course. The actual course taken during the lifetime may veer off this course, and many times does due to human free will. The direction we ultimately take as individual souls comprises all of the agreements made prior to incarnating, decisions made during, and total karmic debt accrued and erased. These events on our timeline will be recorded in the Akashic Records. The law of karma is a law of cause and effect. My hope for all of us as we merge upward into the fourth dimensional plane is that we develop trust in the universal process. Too many of us are in fear mode, doubting the very elements within the life path we agreed upon, that will instill the lessons we signed on for prior to this incarnation. So when you hear various spiritual types discussing the upcoming shift or evolution of consciousness, the fourth dimension is what they are depicting. Since we have entered 2013, I am in the midst of so many personal wars out there, myself included, fighting to hold on to archaic beliefs that sincerely no longer hold true. Striving to find out why one's purpose, destiny, love, goals have not been realized as of yet. Keep up the momentum without disturbing the delicate balance of being flexible. This will ensure the bow bending, not breaking. Psychic Carla Baron. The topic of karma is related to your current soul's state of growth in this third dimension of earth. The personal balance that we accumulate in one's debit and credit bank has a lot to do with which area you are destined to grow the most, and the area where your karma is focused. The karma in America is so different to that in other parts of the world. If you live in South Africa, most of your karma would be related to actions of physical survival and the kind of race relationships that are developed between people. Life in the ghetto in certain parts of our inner cities are similar due to the gang violence, but thankfully, many parts of our country are buffer or safety zones. The karma of self in America is often a focus on a lack of career and relationships, 
where the biggest pain suffered is rejection. Therefore, if this is the crossroads that you've arrived at during your spiritual evolutionary journey in this dimension, then obviously you have overcome most of the physical and painful karma that other people and nations are intimately involved in. This is the painful karma of violent war and karma of obtaining basic needs such as food, shelter and clothing. Until you have resolved and fulfilled your karma, you will continue to reincarnate into sequential lifetimes on earth. Neither God nor the lords of karma bestow suffering upon you during these lives. Only you decide what is needed to learn during your earthly sojourn. For each life experience you seek out other souls, often with shared histories, and always with karmic configurations matching your needs. Whenever you act with wrongful intention you create karma. This involves such actions which are considered to be connected with thoughts, emotions, words and deeds, together with the motive intent and desire behind each. Disharmonious acts must be balanced in the future, either during this life or in a future lifetime beyond this one. These actions are rooted in fear-based emotions which must be resolved where you can release yourself from the wheel of reincarnation. You return lifetime after lifetime to test yourself to see if you have learned your lesson. Until you can go through an entire lifetime with total involvement and no disharmonious attachment whatsoever, you will continue to reincarnate. In other words, when you can live a life of perfect harmony, liberation will follow, which is quite difficult, in being human. Radio astrology.com underscore perhaps we can begin to recognize our destructive karmic patterns the first time they resurface so as not to wind up our psyches into more obsessive out of control spiraling note the details of your particular triggers let these serve as a five second warning signal to temper your old reactions to those same situations and individuals break the cycle only you can